0: fantasy football fans and everyone who's just simply happy right now for another outrageous episode of show us your tds
1: it's making only fans i think <laughs> i do
0: it's the happiest non-sex offender Melky, in the building of course doing things the milky way and i'm with my partner in crime gooby how are you bro i'm doing good I'm doing good, you know, living life. And let me ask you, Gooby, are you and your tight end happy?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yes, because it's staying tight.
2: <laughs> he took a bit to, to uh, answer that.
1: He did. <laughs> what were you doing this weekend? Uh, pretty much sitting on my couch, eating fucking Cheetos and eating M&M's and fucking burgers and pizza. And playing my PlayStation 5. And how
0: is the new PS5? Did you actually win at that?
1: Uh, Yeah. I, I Well, I'm winning. I, I don't really understand the question, but. Of course you wouldn't. But viewers, <laughs> because we love you all, we love you
0: listeners. We brought, to, we brought back one of our favorite guests. It's Bob Walker. How are you, baby? Excited to be here. Thanks, guys. I'm pumped. He's in the hizzle for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to let you, you know, in on a secret, Bob. The okay. reason I had you back on the show yeah. is to point and laugh at you for that horrible loss to the G-Men that you guys took. Like, what the fuck was that?
1: <laughs> Don't I was going to get some fucking streamers and pop them, but. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah. Don't let your arms get tired pointing from the fucking bottom, you goofs. Jesus, Dallas fans typical, but yeah, that was absolutely embarrassing. Like like how good is Wentz outside of a pocket and you know what? Let's just keep him in there all fucking game. I, Peterson's gone. Like it, it's done. Time for hey, a new. Man.
1: That was my first toony bet win. Just saying. Yeah, I know. I texted that to Melky. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> part of the whole lot. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I I I I my tootie bets are shit, anyways. I I like to fuck around with them, so I just I I have fun with them. Surprisingly, I won one. Wait till my tootie bet this week. It's uh it's a good one. I can't wait for it, boys. You know. I um, just feel I just feel I just
0: feel bad that you know the G man stuffed your eagles like an American Thanksgiving turkey turkey oh. dinner. But
2: <laughs> yeah, how long you had those written? Okay. Oh, for days. Days on end.
1: It's almost <laughs> Thanksgiving in America, okay? The only reason you're talking shit
2: and the only reason you didn't lose this week is because you didn't fucking play. So let's yeah. get that sir. We almost did. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? Okay, 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 okay. Let's uh let's digress into this. Uh speaking of losing, I lost this week to Melky. Wham, wham. 98 to one Oh six. It was a close game. Uh, a few people let me down a K the Tennessee Titans, AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry put up 10.3 point or 10.9 points. And AJ Brown put up a whopping two points. Uh, what can I say? I didn't even honestly. And I, we were just talking about this not too long ago. I did not pay attention to anything this week. I didn't even know I had two players playing on Thursday. Actually, I messaged Melky. I messaged Melky what? Friday, Friday morning or Friday afternoon? Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know that I had players playing. I took a day off on Friday. I played PlayStation from Thursday to Sunday. I have like fucking like 50 hours or some odd. I just digressed into playstation my whole weekend so i didn't even watch football cowboys that's were on the thing. buy it was a great time to have the cowboys on the buy yeah when the playstation 5 launches and i can just play that for fucking 12 hours a day uh yeah, but it's, yeah
2: it's, i it's, lost football's not a part of your life buddy that's a good thing so hey man don't Dad, even
1: watch it don't even worry I, about it. i I, <laughs> I i do watch most of the games okay but uh you know, when something like this launches after fucking waiting for it for roughly a year since they've been talking about it. Uh, yeah, I was happy that the Cowboys had a buy. But yeah, um it's nice to know your priorities there, buddy. Yo, priorities, <laughs> man. PlayStation. I I'm sorry if I spent seven hundred and eighty something dollars. I want to play. OK, baller. baller. You know what, though? Like I said, it was a close game. You know, uh, I don't know about you, Melky, if you were watching the Minnesota game. That's actually the only game I kind of watched on Monday. Uh, Were you having a a small bit of, like, heart palpitations after the second touchdown by Adam Thielen? I mean, he got my attention. But I knew that Kirk Cousins
0: and the Vikings, once the Chicago Bears failed spectacularly,
1: I wouldn't have to worry. So yeah, he almost had three. He had one in the end zone that uh, got tipped out of his hands. Yeah, um, well, it didn't happen for you, so you lost. In second, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 cool. I'm still in first. I, I'm. Yeah, but wh- okay. So I think this was like three podcasts ago when this man over here. On my left, right, I don't know what it is up, down, left, right when we uh, post this on YouTube. But when this man says, hey, you know what? Points don't matter. Guess what? They do because we're all tied. And guess what? Who's on first? I am because I put up the most points.
0: But, but you didn't this week or last week. Sorry. What the fuck happened, Mr. Stud? I put up the most points in general. But you didn't, you didn't put enough to beat me. Who won? That's okay. And we're beat tied. You, we're four who and four. We beat you week one. We're, we're four and four.: Oh Well, instead of you asking me how I did, I'm not going to ask you how you did, because I know <laughs> that you, you beat me, so I'm just going to tell everyone how I did. and I'm going to tell you do about you? Oh. You do? oh brother. <laughs> I won, and it was in his face, and I'm going to celebrate.
1: Let's do the regal wave.
0: I'm going to quote something from a quarterback I actually really hate, and you actually mentioned <laughs> his name. But thank you, Kurt Cousins. Ready? You like that? How does it taste, motherfucker? I defeated Lord Cheeto over here. Like he said, 106.95 to 98.30. I just want to thank Big Ben for posting forty point six five points, balling out with three hundred and thirty three yards, four TDs. He just made it look easy against Cincinnati. Stefan Diggs, bro, way to show up, man! You were all over the place. That touchdown catch
1: was unreal. You you have my quarterback to thanks for that too. I do. I do.
0: You know what? But it balanced out, so I was happy with that. Especially when Brown went down because he was throwing Brown's way earlier and you know what the gods were shining on my side and said let there be digs and there and there was and special shout out to mike evans who you blasted once antonio brown was signed and said he's not going to get anything you know what he's going to be the forgotten man he had 77 yards And a touchdown, he probably could have had three other touchdowns, but Brady seems to not know how to throw the ball properly. They have this man set up as a tight end now because he's so big. So he's getting looks all day, motherfucker. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, the New Orleans Saints defense. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With two sacks, two interceptions, two fumble recoveries for a nice 14 points to cap it all off. Gooby, I beat your ass. Just accept it.
1: I, I have accepted it, but I'm still in first. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm calm, cool and collect over here. You're calm, cool
0: and collective. Huh. That's not what, that's not what I read first thing this morning.
1: You were pretty hot headed. I'm hot headed because we have trash team or trash people in our league who do not know how to play fantasy football, who trade away trash or sorry, trade away good players for trash players. Just to tank for no reason I've already digressed into it I've already hurt this person's feelings they have already blocked me on Facebook once (laughs) I need to go into it anymore because these people just don't know anything and we have people who don't know anything about football in our league
0: okay well I sent all the messages to Ba earlier so Ba, I'd like your take on what Gooby was saying this morning after he lost
2: Uh, Definitely someone who's not heated. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) I'm heated about the league.
2: Yeah, but man, as a former commissioner, I can tell you that I have seen some fucking ridiculous trades. And maybe they're a bit skewed in someone's favor, as all trades usually are. But they're not that crazy from your league. Like, obviously, somebody obviously somebody won the trade. I'm not denying that. But I've seen some crazy shit. I, I don't know. And, and what's your record? Isn't, isn't there like four people tied for first place right now? Yeah. So if uh, you lose and everybody wins, five, then you go down six, five people four. Tied. So you could go down four or five spots, potentially.
1: Yeah. High like, I said, like, like I said, I don't care about losing this week. Like I said, <laughs> mean, I, I'm upset. still in first. <laughs> I'm still yeah, in but first. Maybe, maybe. And you know what? I... I'm just annoyed with the people in our league. It's not the fact that it's not just the trades. And I said this last year about this person doing his trades. You can, you can probably scroll through some text messages last year when we were doing this, this person still made shit. Dude, he fucking drafted Odell Beckham junior junior second overall for himself. And not only that, The dude sat fucking Patrick Mahomes when he played me. Like he knows nothing about football. Okay.
0: But I, let me jump in here. First of all, why do you care? It's benefiting you. If he doesn't know anything, it's one less. I want this league to be competitive.
2: The integrity
0: Uh, of the game. How do you know that the trade he made with me wasn't for next year? Yeah. It's a keeper league. You have to look into next year as well. He has lost Saquon Barkley. Odell Beckham Jr. um sorry the Colts um running back uh um, shoot his name I always forget his name not no no Marlon no Marlon Mack Marlon Mack lost yeah, Marlon, Marlon Mack, Mack. <clears throat> lost pretty much everything and his integrity f- for that matter so he's looking into next season having Zeke and Saquon Barkley as your two keepers is not a bad thing it's not a bad I
1: would I would rather Connor and Saquon Barkley Zeke is not doing well and they're if actually talking would, about doing If you a, look at the numbers, Connor's
0: numbers and Zeke's numbers are pretty on par. Connor, since I've had him for 2 weeks hasn't done shit. A whopping 3, no, 2 points against Dallas and a whopping 4 something against Cincinnati. He wasn't the reason why I kicked your ass. I in fact, I didn't even use I would even use players that I acquired to beat you. It we, was We wow, I,
1: I, I still wasn't talking about your I trade. Know you're,
0: You're getting heated over something that doesn't really matter. It's benefiting everyone else. If he's looking into next season, that's what Mike did last year. Mike went out and tricked Jen, basically to get Dalvin Cook. Another trade that was bullshit. Yeah, but it wasn't though. He threw his entire team for Dalvin Cook. And now he's in, well, he's in sixth place right now, but he's been (laughs) teetering teetering up and down the top of the league. So you're you're basically crying over spoiled
1: milk. You shouldn't worry. Uh, about team. I'm not the only one. You in should the worry
0: about your team. And you should worry about tight end Timmy coming for you. Cause is so tight.
1: <laughs> like I said, I don't have Christian McCaffrey. So I, I I'm expected to lose cause they don't do anything with Mike Davis.
0: All I'm saying is you're, you're, you're stressing yourself out over something that's stupid.
1: I'm stressing myself out cause we have four people in our league that are absolute terrible at this.
0: So then that puts you in the position to win the big prize. So enjoy it. (laughs) I want
1: it to be competitive. It is.
0: You lost
2: to me. (laughs) He wants it to be competitive. competitive. Five people tied for first place. How much more competitive could it be? (laughs)
0: Last time I checked, that's a lot of parody. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. anyways anyways so talking about your next week matchup why don't you go dive into a gooby uh
1: next week i got Kirk cousins versus Deshaun watson aj brown versus chris godwin adam thielen versus robbie anderson who he shouldn't have derrick henry versus kamara mike davis again versus what uh aaron jones yeah Robert Woods versus DeAndre Swift and then kickers and Pittsburgh defense versus Green Bay. Um it says I'm projected to win. I don't see me winning. Kamara and Aaron Jones together are a great fucking combination. They're almost like a McCaffrey and Derrick Henry combination. Um again, Mike Davis, he did well for the first couple of weeks when he first started, but uh Bridgewater, who I don't even know if he's playing, um, just doesn't like to give him the ball. I don't know if it's Bridgewater. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator or the head coach. They're just not giving Mike Davis the ball. So, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins is playing Dallas without him dealing. So, what? <laughs> Keep going, buddy. Keep going. What? No, I'm just saying. Kirk Cousins is playing Dallas, so maybe Adam Thielen might get some Easy points. points.
0: Easy Hopefully.
1: points there. Come on.
0: Although he does like Jeffries, man. Jeffries is his long ball threat.
1: I like, I said, that Thielen effect, right? When Stefan Diggs was there and Adam Thielen was getting love because everybody was double teaming Stefan Diggs. Now it's reverse. Everybody's double teaming Thielen. So Jeffries is getting the ball. Maybe it'll rolls will be reversed since they've started to notice this. Um, But yeah, actually, you kind of saw it last week with uh, Adam Dillon scoring two touchdowns and almost uh, a third touchdown. But uh, yeah, I, I, this matchup could go either way. It depends on if Kirk Cousins can actually play and not hand the ball off to Delvin Cook, which Delvin Cook did shit last week. So yeah.
2: What do you think of his matchup?
1: There's a possibility
2: there might be a new first place this week. I don't
1: know. Oh, 100%. I'm like I said, I'm looking to lose. I don't see you're me looking to lose. <laughs> yeah. Who says that, man? you you want to be competitive
0: and you're already dogging yourself. Like, yeah,
1: bro. I know my team and I know what they can put up. And I know that Mike Davis hasn't been putting up nothing. And no one trades in this league unless it's freaking Derrick Henry for Leonard Fournette or fucking McCaffrey for Leonard Fournette. That would be a proper trade in our league. Well,
0: first of all, that's a, the, one
2: one. that's a good one.
0: Yeah. First of all, the trade deadline's over. So you missed it. And secondly, no one trades anyways. No. And go, I want to sidebar your Robbie Anderson comment. Bah, as a former fantasy football commish slash member in a league would you deem robbie anderson for zach moss a fair trade he one doesn't even one. know
1: who zach moss is i can tell by the buffalo
0: pitch. the buffalo rookie running back
1: who's taken over
2: singletary's you son of a
0: bitch yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: i say yeah you know what yeah it doesn't even matter it's a great trade i think it's great <laughs> i think it's good. I, I think you. it's great fuck yeah your trades in your league are top notch. I've not uh, had an issue with a single one. <laughs> the sarcastic
1: in his voice. It's just appealing.
2: And the one thing I'll say about Robbie Anderson, and I've said it before on this podcast is that is the most high and low hit and miss guy as a receiver out there. So I personally would never fucking trade for him. That's what I'll say.
0: <laughs> not only that, Brittany, uh, Teddy, Tap water, brown water, bridge water, wherever the fuck you want to call him. He might not play. So yeah, that's, a injury, right? that's a high risk. That's a high risk. Move that Tim is putting against you. You know, it could be like, uh, who, I think they drafted a quarterback uh, in, in the draft
2: this uh, past season. So they're going to put their hands on a rookie. Or put their Anderson, hands on- so, yeah. Anderson's a flex. Maybe three weeks gives you good production. Three to four weeks as a flex. If you're lucky. So you
0: again, you're crying over spilled
2: milk. Suck
0: it up. Go out and put the best team forward and fucking win.
1: I. It's not up to me. It's up to the players. And we'll talk to them. <laughs> call <laughs> hey, <laughs> make Mike Davis, do something. Tell anyway, me the situation. We we've talked way too much about my team. Let's uh, get into your next week, Melky. What's uh, what? What are you looking at? So I'm
0: playing yeah. uh, Adam, who's. He's at the bottom of the in the bottom of the bottom basement of our league. Uh, I beat him week two, but that doesn't mean shit right now. He's projected to win uh, 108 over uh, to 94, but I don't have my full team assembled yet waiting on a kicker and uh, possibly something else that I picked up. So hopefully no one uh, takes notice, but I have it's battle the quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks, Justin Herbert versus Kyler Murray. Good matchups. Herbert's got the Jets. Murray's got Seattle. So there will be no defense played in any of these games. Uh, Calvin Ridley versus uh, McLaren. Ridley's a a maybe, you know, because he's injured. I got Mike Evans versus Julio Jones. Connor versus Fournette. Duke Johnson, who I stole off the wire because uh, David likes to get concussed all the time. Uh, He's up against Todd Gurley. I got Hawkinson versus Gronk, Clyde Edwards, who Gooby makes fun of, uh, versus Kenyon Drake. Uh, I have a kicker on the way. He's got Matt Prater, who Prater hit that game winning field goal last week, which is a 59 yarder. So the man can kick. have got New Orleans defense. He's got Tennessee, but I, again, I have a move or two humming, so that could change the projections. So, Bob, what do you think? How do you like my chances?
2: Well, speaking of Clyde, I was just looking at the KC Raider game and Raiders actually have a somewhat decent rushing defense, man. They're 13th. So I don't know how much production you'll get out of him. What I think it's going to come down to is the QBs because I think Arizona, Seattle is going to just be a gun show. I think that's going to be high scoring. So this is the week since he's playing the jet, the jets that Herbert needs to just go out there and ball. And I think, he will, and if he does that, then you're going to get yourself a win because obviously you beat Fournette in the running back category. I think you beat; you're winning the tight end category, so it's going to come down <laughs> yeah, to the <CB>, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's a tough one. I I don't know. I think you're he's going to get massive points as Murray the Seattle Arizona game. Oh yeah, like Murray. I said
0: he was my uh, comeback, not comeback. Uh, most improved player of the year. That yeah. man's ball, like. I, and I, we'll get into that actually later on with a new segment, but yeah, Kyler Murray, uh, if anyone's going to beat me, it's going to be him. Yeah.
1: Let's yeah. Speak- no, what's that? What's that? Break? I was, I was going to say, no, your, uh, your matchup looks good. Um, I, I, I like to poke fun at fucking Clyde Edwards. Hilaire, I know that I know. he, has, he hasn't, he hasn't produced for uh, top five draft pick in my opinion. Um, I like Gurley. I've always liked for but he's always injury prone. And this year he's up and down. Uh, I don't see anybody else other than Kyler Murray, Murray doing better than any of your players. So I I would see you taking that. I don't know by a wide margin, but I'd see you taking that.
0: It'll be close. I don't, I don't put up big points anymore. It's just, I, I, you know, win Steady. by the skin of my teeth. I win by the skin of my teeth.
2: Yeah, One like week. last week.
0: No, I thought two
2: weeks ago, sorry, two weeks two ago. ago. This week this yeah.
0: week it was it was a, it was given. Wait, hey, that
2: that's what the Steelers are doing, man. Winning by the skin of their teeth and they're undefeated. So, it works. Yeah. Which brings me to week 10 highlights. Boom.
0: Big Ben Steelers stay perfect, 9 and 0. Oh. You know, sing uh, They easily destroyed Cincinnati 36 10. That's the Bengals. Again, I talked about Ben's numbers 333 passing yards, four TDs. Claypool, 56 receiving yards, two TDs. The defense, which Gooby has, allowed only 10 points with four sacks, two fumble recoveries. I got a question for you both. Will the black and yellow nation stay perfect?
1: Yeah. No. No, and I'll get into that later. Uh, I'll, I'll go, go first later I'll, on. Yeah, no, damn,
2: I'm gonna say same thing. No, Gooby. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I, I, I don't think they'll stay perfect. I mean, they're they almost lost to the Jets, did they not? So like, it's it could go either way. I, I don't see them. I don't see them. I don't even know who else they play, but I don't see them going perfect. They'll probably win one or or lose one or two, Bob, what do you think?
2: Well, they actually have a decent upcoming schedule, but I I don't know. I don't see them going perfect. Tomlin's the type of coach where it could go either way. He's either going to push the guys like crazy to go undefeated, but I also can just see kind of a week 15 loss when, Maybe some guys are recovering, or typical Big Ben. Maybe he's got an issue. So I do not think. I think it's going to be one loss, maybe two, at max.
0: No, first of all, they didn't play the Jets, Gooby. Oh no, no, they haven't played the Jets. They don't have the Jets this season. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to agree with you both, but they got the Jaguars this coming week, so I I think they're going to go
1: 10 and 0. Yeah, sorry, you know the Bengals are going oh, to go on, Gooby. No, no, no. sorry. I was just going to say, I got the Jets and the Cowboys mixed up because they're both trash. That's a fair,
2: yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the smartest thing you've said all podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jesse, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, uh, Big Ben is in fine form. Because even though the Bengals are shit with those numbers, I don't know if anybody of you two watched the game. Uh, not the greatest weather. So, actually really decent how he played. He's gunslinging for his age. So, it's going to be tough. Like I said, one-two losses max. They're rolling, though. Yeah, like
1: Um. Really yeah. no, I agree. And you know what? Speaking of not the greatest weather, uh, how about... One of the probably best catches of the year in not so great weather because it was super fucking windy down in the Buffalo. Uh, no, Arizona. Sorry. Um, I don't, man. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't watch any of the games this week, so I'm kind of going off of highlights that I watched. Anyways, uh, DeAndre Hopkins with that fucking was it? Uh, I I think it was like a 40 yard catch or something like that between. Uh, four three or five, three, three, three defenders. Unreal. Yeah, it's like Texans, what the fuck are you doing? Getting rid of your best wide
2: receiver. Like they must be hating themselves every morning watching
1: highlights. They're <laughs> they they pro- they're probably shooting themselves in the foot every time they see DeAndre Hopkins throwing up numbers and fucking touchdown winning catches like that. Yeah. yeah. Two two things about that game, just quickly, Malky, before
2: yeah, yeah. you say, is first thing, if you guys saw, after he threw the pass, Kyler Murray had to watch the catch from the Jumbotron. He couldn't even see the play. So it's a great highlight bit if you can find it, because he's already <laughs> on the sidelines watching the big screen. And the craziest part about that is my family's not even the biggest Bills family, just kind of they're our local team. I heard them going nuts on the Stephen Diggs catch. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Because I was watching another game. Absolutely crazy. You know, all that trash talk and all the confidence, the cockiness, swagger that Buffalo's got going on. And then for Kyler Murray, who we've already said on this podcast, maybe the one of the most exciting teams this year to watch, just comes back like that with, what, four seconds left? Unreal. Yeah, like that game was probably the most exciting
0: game of the week. Hands Definitely. down, like just going back and forth. Uh, like Kyler Murray's numbers... <clears throat> 245 passing yards, one passing TD, obviously the game winner, 61 rushing yards and two rushing TDs. This man is no joke. And going back to what you said about Houston, I guess in their eyes, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Because look at what Hopkins has done for Kyler Murray's career. It's only going to go up and up with this man at his side. But I got a better question for the both of you. Was the catch better or was the throw better?
1: Um, I think the throw is good because Kyler Murray scrambled out of that really well, and to stay up and keep going and hucking it downfield, I I think the throw is better.
2: What do you think, Bob? My first reaction is the catch because of the three defenders, and I watched that live, like I said. But going back and watching the highlights the next day, it's the throw. And when I was watching the game, when he ran out and was going to the sidelines, I didn't think he was going to make the throw. I'm like, okay, he's going to go hail Mary. But the way he transitioned on his foot quickly at the end and was able to get it off. Unreal.
0: I agree with you both. That throw was spectacular. And Kyler Murray is not five ten. I don't care what anybody says. He's about five, yeah. eight at five, eight on a good day. So for 5'8. him to like having to scramble and then just launch it. And then he, yeah, you said he had to look at the jumbotron. Well, now you know why. Uh, <clears throat> just, just a thing of beauty. Just like Alvin Kamara leading the Saints with three touchdowns. Yeah, over uh, San Francisco, twenty-seven thirteen. Um, man, Kamara's on a tear. But I got, I just want to know who would you rather have right now, Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara?
1: Uh, uh Kamara. Better team. It's uh it's a better team. Um just an all-around better offense, especially at Drew B's even though Drew Brees is out. Uh when he's in there though, you know, he creates that sense of he 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 can sling the fucking ball. So it creates that space for Elvin Kamara to do what he does best and they like the drop down passes, whereas Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. He's not the greatest QB. He's mediocre, and he doesn't create that space. Look at Dalvin Cook uh, last week. He didn't put up crazy numbers because they they caught on. The defense caught on. They're like, you're just going to hand off the ball to Kamara. You're going to have to start slinging the ball. So, uh, or not Kamara Cook. Um, but yeah, I think I think Alvin Kamara is a better. Uh, Running back, bah. Uh, I'm actually going Cook on this one,
2: and I'll, I'll start this off by saying Kamara's just one of those freaks, like pure athleticism, a mutant. But what you're saying, Gooby, Cook's already in the consideration for the best running back in the game, and he's got that kind of beast mode, pure muscle. Imagine him on New Orleans. No, it would be, I, I it agree. Would be even more damage, and I just always like that. Fat ass workhorse running back, you know. So, uh, well, we all know I, what I, fucking I Jesse
1: know. likes tight
2: ends <laughs> and bad. Yeah, asses. So, Del- <laughs> yeah, so Kamara, I think you know, he'd be good on any team. I'm not saying that Kamara is an absolute stud. Like, you, you saw what he happened. I mean, he had Jameis Winston at his quarterback, and he's still delivering. So, kudos to him fully. Yeah. But for me, I, I think Dalvin Cook, he can just bully people, and sometimes that's what you need to win games. So, I'm going Cook.
1: Um,
0: this one's a hard one because yeah. this one's a hard one because both provide valid points. I feel like Kamara, though, does more where he can catch as well as run. And in this game, he had two receiving touchdowns along with one rushing touchdown. And that's where the league is kind of transitioning, especially with your running backs. You got to be able to catch the ball as well as, you know, be a bell count to to some ex- extent. So I'm probably leaning towards Kamara, but you're right, man. If you put Dalvin cook on the saints, whew, whew, no, without a doubt, the saints are balling.
1: So. I got, I got one question for you, Milky. Uh, I just, oh, oh. I, I want a quick, I out. I, I want a quick one. Uh, top five running backs. If they were healthy for fantasy right now, or you could do top three because I don't want to go too far into it. If they top were three, healthy. if they were healthy.
0: Shit, man, that's uh, putting me on the spot. <laughs> but but I would probably go Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and CMC.
1: Same three for me, different order. Um, I I think I would do uh, Kamara, CMC, Cook. But yeah, what about you, ba Any, any, I
2: can't, I can't argue with those three. I'll put it that way. Like who, who knows, you know, how Saquon would perform on a better team with a better coaching staff. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but even Zeke, man. So there's so many factors with running backs and they have such short careers, but I mean, McCaffrey is just an absolute stud. He, he might've been my number one running back last year. So he's up there. But for me, obviously cook Camara, thirds of toss up, but yeah, CMC right now. Yeah. I can't argue with you guys.
1: And uh, you know what? Uh, Since we're doing a list of uh, running backs, why don't we uh, do a new segment? uh, Fab. I'm going to call it the fab five um, top five QBs. uh, What your opinion is on who you think would be the top five uh, QBs fantasy wise and, or just league wise this um,
2: season. Like
1: relative like Yeah, pres- this yeah, this, this season. season. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not talk, I'm not talking I'm not talking all the time. I'm not talking about Tony Rome being the best quarterback ever. Okay. We all know that. We don't need to get into that one. Um, but yeah, Bob, do you want to start us off or who wants to start us off here?
0: Let's go with our guest. Start us yeah. off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I- Put you in on the spot, Bob. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely. Uh so I'll go down five to one.
1: Yeah.
2: And the one thing I'll say is the last two weeks of football really gave me because you guys asked to do this beforehand when you told me I was going to get star. There's been some play in the last two weeks. That's made me question the number five and four spot, but I'm going to go with my original picks. So starting off number five, I've got Josh Allen for this season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. He hasn't looked great the last few weeks we're just going to admit that all three of us, no problem. But I have a stats right here, 2,800 yards, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions and a 68.4 percentage completion. And Buffalo bills are seven and three, which the bills are usually not seven and three. So he's getting my number five spot. Number four, he just went down. I've got drew breeze, sneaky old man breeze. And I'll tell you why, because because of his numbers, Okay, it's because of his numbers. First off, I got it right here. They're seven and two leading their division. And everybody was questioning him. 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's got the highest percentage completion for a QB in the league this season at 73.5%. That's why I have Drew Brees at number four. Number three, I've got Russell Wilson, who I think is going to go to the Super Bowl with Seattle this year. He's, everyone says he's underrated and I agree with it, but at some point when you constantly say a guy's underrated, then he's not underrated because we're always talking about him. But Russell Wilson, the record six and three, even though that's not the greatest, they are tied for first. He's got 28 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 69.8% completion. Um, he's got some great receivers. Lock it. doesn't have the best running back anymore. So it's more on him even for the run game. And that's why I have Wilson at third. Number two, I've got Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, the MVP, obviously. Uh, 2,600 plus yards, 25 touchdowns, one interception, 66.9% completion. I mean, what more can you say? He won the Super Bowl last year. The team is 8-1, and so he has to be in the top five, I think, no matter what, wherever you have him. And then finally, quickly, I think the best QB in the game for years now, and I've drafted him numerous times. Aaron Rodgers, number one. <laughs> there we go, right there. Uh, seven and two record. As soon as McCarthy, and sorry for you guys for grabbing him as a coach, but as soon as he left, he seemed to just click with the new coach Lafleur. They're on fire. Uh, seven and two record. Like I said, twenty six touchdowns this year for Aaron Rodgers. And the one thing about Green Bay, he doesn't have the best receivers every year. He works with what he got. Valdez, Scantling, whoever you want to say. So those are my top five. I can't wait to hear your list. Very nice.
1: Very. Nice. I like that. I, I like it. It's quite similar, I think, all around uh, for everybody. Um, Melky, you want to go? Or you want me to take take this one? Uh,
0: Jesus will take the wheel. Here, take the wheel here, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> read my list. Uh, so I like your list, but it's um, a couple that I don't agree with, and. You're going to know why. So my number five is Big Ben. Yeah, shit, yeah. Quietly having an MVP-type season. The man's posted 2,267 passing yards, 22 TDs. I'm shocked he's rushed for anything. He has 14 rushing yards. Um, No rushing TDs, of course. Four interceptions, four fumbles. A QB rating of 103. Like... They're 9-0, and he's coming off a horrific injury, one that probably would have ended anyone else's career. Yeah, he's set up, like, defensively-wise, they're, you're set up. He's got everything at his disposal, defense, offense. But still, he's the maestro of the symphony Symphony at the end of the day. So for that reason, Big Ben is my number five. Number four, man, we've talked about it a few times already this pod. Kyler Murray Kyler Murray has 2,375 passing yards 17 TDs thrown but get this six, 604 rushing yards with 10 rushing TDs that is pretty remarkable he has 8 interceptions, 4 fumbles a QB rating of 98.2 this man's a dual threat he'll make you pay with his arm or his leg or his legs um having DeAndre Hop- DeAndre Hopkins who is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league is only going to make him better. He's got a legit weapon at his disposal and yeah, he's leading uh Arizona to a 6 and 3 record in one of the hardest divisions of in football. So for that reason, he's my number 4. Moving to number 3, A A Aaron Rodgers I mean, this guy's a legend. What can we say? Um, posting two thousand five hundred seventy-eight yards, twenty-six TDs, <laughs> negative six rushing yards. <laughs> the man doesn't like to run. Apparently, uh, he's got three interceptions, one fumble, and uh, one. His QB rating is one hundred sixteen point four. He's a bad man, and he. It doesn't matter what he has. He just seems to make it work arguably probably will go down as one of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time. I think when it's all said and done, he's got the pack at seven and two. Number two, your boy from Seattle, Russell Wilson. The man's posted 2,789 passing yards, 28 TDs, one rushing TD, 325 rushing yards, 10 interceptions, four fumbles, a QB rating of 110.5. He's the true definition of a leader. This is a man I want when the when the chips are down and I need to get back in the game. I want this man at the helm. Um, yes, sir. He, Seattle's six and three, again, one of the hardest divisions of football, and he's always under underestimated, and he proves everybody wrong every time. So at that, Russell is my number two. And number one is the reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes. Well, like you can you can have a an hour-long discussion about this man. He's got 2,687 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, only one interception, one fumble, two rushing TDs, 165 rushing yards, at a QB rating at the top of 115.9. The man can do it all. Simply, just do it all. Him and Andy Reid are probably the best coach quarterback tandem in the league right now. And it's scary because he keeps getting better. That's the scary part. And he's leading the chiefs to an eight and one record. And they're probably going to be in the super bowl again. So that is my top five list.
2: I like it. Yeah. Not not a bad list. It's it's frustrating to hear because between breeze Allen, big Ben and Kyler Murray, those four, I kept switching between and I want to put Kyler so bad just because we keep talking about how good he is. Yeah. And yeah. Big Ben's undefeated. I, I wrestled with that simple fact. I mean, at his age, undefeated with the numbers. How can you dispute that?
0: Yeah. He's quietly snuck himself in because if this was two weeks ago. Yeah. I probably have Josh Allen or even Tom Brady in there. That's uh, what I'm saying about the last few weeks has been a clusterfuck yeah. for QBs. Like big Ben putting that performance uh, against Cincinnati. I know it's the Bengals, but still any given Sunday, man, a team can, can show up and he owned them. They, they were his bitch. Oh so.
1: yeah. Gooby. Let's hear yours, buddy. So my number five, I, I, I like how we all have a player or two different. Uh, I kind of went off topic. Cause I picked my number five as an up and comer um i'm going with justin herbert as my number five uh 2333 yards 19 touchdowns three rushing touchdowns he's putting up uh 258 uh fantasy points um i i think he's a great up and comer i think he's going to do well you start giving him more opportunities uh give him a Better defense, I guess, so he can have the ball a little bit longer. Uh, but he's putting up numbers. And you know what? He, he's showing hes showing up. And there's a reason why Melky trade for him because he is a great quarterback. Um, he's a great quarterback to have, especially if, if you have bye weeks coming up. Or I don't think he's a big fantasy starter yet. But next year, look, look for him to be a, a good quarterback uh, to pick up. Um, my number four. I tossed and turned between this. Uh, this is where I, I went. I, I went past fantasy and just quarterbacks in general. Uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, I know you guys said the stats, but uh, I'm gonna put up the uh, fantasy points because no one uh, put that up. Uh, 329 fantasy points for the season. Um, like we said, he's a beast. You you can't stop him. With DeAndre Hopkins, that's just a killer. Th- killer combination like you're always gonna have him as a top five quarterback in the league for a while as long as they keep keep it up the way they're doing uh my number three uh the only reason why i have this one above kyler murray is because the stats are just a little bit better uh josh allen 2000 800 yards over the 2,300 yards that Kyler Murray has. 21 touchdowns over Kyler Murray's 17 touchdowns, um, and Josh Allen has uh, five rushing touchdowns under Kyler Murray's 10 rushing touchdowns. So yeah, I I see Josh Allen just a bit better, um, though the the fantasy points don't show. But you know what? I I like Josh Allen's and he's bringing the bills, man. He's bringing the bills up. And like you said before, the bills aren't normally where they're at. So uh, I kind of give that kudos to Josh Allen. Uh, He's got 319 fantasy points. Um, And then my number two, uh, Russell Wilson. Can't complain. I think we all have a similar top two. Or, well, I know, Bob, Bob, what was your number one? Uh, it was Aaron Rodgers. It was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, um, two Rodgers one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Russell Wilson. Like you can't complain with his his numbers two thousand seven hundred yards. Like you said, twenty eight touchdowns. Like this dude's setting setting a great pace for Seattle, and he's carrying them on their back. You know their defense isn't looking great. Um, and then my number one, you know the MVP Patrick Mahomes. You just you can't complain. Uh, his last game was his worst game yet, putting up 16 fantasy points. Um, but he's got 315 fantasy points overall. Uh, the dude's on fire. He's putting up 40 to 30 fantasy points a week. You 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 can't complain with that. So yeah, uh, those are my uh, top five. Um, I would probably if I didn't want to put an up and comer, um, I would probably put in uh, Aaron Rodgers is my number five. If I wasn't going to put up, uh, put an up and comer in my fifth spot, uh, Aaron Rodgers would definitely be number five for me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
2: it's pretty similar to ours. Kyler Murray. I mean, I have three of the five same as you and I wanted to put Murray in and Herbert it's not the craziest pick for a top five because in my mind for rookie numbers on a shit team out of the playoffs, he's probably been a top 10 QB this year. You could argue. And if you can argue top 10, some people can argue top five. So I could see it for that list.
1: He's uh he's eighth on the uh, fantasy QBs. Um, yeah. Yeah, on he's not making the playoffs.
0: The only reason he didn't make my list is because he hasn't, he didn't start the season. Or yeah. All my quarterbacks started the season
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, i just wanted to throw a, a up-and-comer you know just like someone yeah. so I uh, there's,
0: there's no right or wrong answer like everything was justified we all had our facts it's pretty similar like justin herbert you want to go into next year he's probably on our list if we're doing a top five maybe a top 10 so there, it was a get- great, great pick gooby
1: Give him a better defense and maybe a uh, a better a better receiving core. I know he's got a decent receiving core, but give him a top end wide receiver and you'll you'll see him come. Yeah, but this this happens too.
2: Once you have a rookie QB and you find out he's legit, then the team will start building around him. So LA yeah. is going to get better.
0: Well, speaking about getting better, it's time for Gooby's favorite segment, and no. We're not talking about rating the top anime porn out there. It's time for Boom or Bust.
2: You don't like hentai? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like the real shit. You guys lied to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the boom or bust on hentai. What, on Sailor Moon? <laughs> uh, Sailor Moon. Anyways. You want to tell us who
0: your boomer bust is this week? <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. I'm going to you know what? I I think by my little first sentence here or first paragraph or whatever you want to call it, I think you'll tell who it is. Can this man replace DeAndre Hopkins? No, he cannot. Can he be your wide receiver too? <laughs> yes, yes he can. Will Fuller, guys. Will fucking Fuller. Uh, Last year, he put up great numbers as a touchdown hog. Everybody, everybody wanted him. Uh, Like I said, that Thielen effect, you know, you got DeAndre Hopkins out there getting double teamed. Will Fuller was the man to get the touchdowns Uh, with a total of 99 fantasy points this week. uh, He's your number 11 wide receiver in fantasy points. Uh, this year, out of the wide receivers, I see Will Fuller being a boom this week against the New England Patriots, who haven't looked the greatest as of uh, as of yet this year. Um, look, look for him to have a great game, you know, next two weeks versus New England versus and Detroit. But after that, his numbers are going to decline. He faces Indy twice and Chicago once uh, for the next three games after uh, Detroit and New England. But uh, this week and next week, I, I see him being a boom. Uh, Melky, what do you think?
0: Well, I'm going to agree with you, bro. He, he's, a, he's definitely a boom. I mean, he didn't do much last week. He only had five receiving receptions for 38 receiving yards. Uh, but he's hot and cold, and it's not always his fault because Deshaun Watson picks and chooses. But you still got to respect the man. He's Watson's biggest target. And when healthy, he's a threat. So I'm going to go with the boom as well.
2: Bah? Uh, Let's make it a trifecta because I'm going to say a boom as well. Um, I definitely think he's going to do great against New England, like you said. And before the Cleveland game, he was on a six-game TD streak. And on that shit Houston team, that is consistency. So that, for me, means he's a good player. I'm definitely saying boom rest of the season. I mean – Maybe the one bright spot besides Deshaun on Houston. (laughs) So boom.
1: Yeah, I I do have a question though. Do you guys agree with um, after New England, Detroit, he's a bust for the next three games? Playing Indy, Chicago, then Indy again.
2: A hundred percent.
1: That's actually that's
2: actually a really great point, Gooby. Playing that Indy defense twice. That might, I'd say, I guess, boom for two weeks, then bust. Yeah.
1: Yeah, bust for three weeks. That's
0: a long time busting, but
1: uh, I think <laughs> he's watching hentai Mac. Come on.
0: I guess so, man. <laughs> no, I, I don't agree. A hundred percent. I, I, I think this man, he's actually, he is a wide, he's on the cusp of being like a wide receiver one. He just, he's never healthy. So you never know what you're going to get out of him. And I think having like uh cooks, Brandon cooks resurging himself might help him as well. Cause cooks is that, speedster that just goes down the field so yeah. like and then ball alluded to to houston shit so fuck me you just never know i'm gonna disagree just because i want to be different i think he's a boom going forward
1: <laughs> cool. all right uh Melky, why don't you uh, hit us with yours
0: all right i'm gonna go with a cincinnati player that uh, wide receiver tay higgins i'm gonna label him as a boom uh he was the lone bright spot in the um Pittsburgh game last week, uh, sporting 115 receiving yards and one touchdown. He did fumble, but I feel like that's the least of Cincinnati's problems right now. He's a big target. Like, I feel him and Burroughs have this rapport now um, where he trusts him in the end zone and the red zone. And besides, someone's got to catch the balls in Cincy because AJ Green seems to be allergic to catching them. So for that, For all those reasons, I'm going to label him as a boom. What do you think, Ba?
2: So uh, I'll start this off with a small asterisk saying that he's playing Washington this week, and they are crazy good against receivers defensively. So I don't think he's going to do well this week. But going forward after this, I'm agreeing with you as a boom. And here's why. I was reading his stats. He has played since week three. 37 receptions, 568 yards and four touchdowns. If you kind of calculate and average that out, if he played a full season, that's 1300 plus yards, nine touchdowns, 86 receptions. That's a good receiver in my books. So producing those kind of numbers with Baker, like you're saying, while I don't think he's going to do well against Washington, I'm going to agree with you. And he's definitely a boom going forward. Burroughs. Yeah. I said, I said, Anchor, didn't I? Yeah.
1: yeah, she did. Same area. You, 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 got, you got the area, right? Same area. Yeah. That whole, that whole state. You got Ohio, right? right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw the uh, orange in it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to disagree, but agree. Um, I was just looking at the, the, uh, the matchups. Uh, I agree with Ba on his, uh, Washington does do really well against the, uh, the, the wide receiver core. Um, but yeah, uh, you're looking at, where is it here? Uh, he plays Washington, then he plays giants. So I think he'll be a boom against the giants. Then they play Miami and we all, we talked about this last podcast. Miami's coming up as a defensive team and they're killing it. And then after that, he plays the Cowboys and that's uh boom on my, my, my books. Uh, even though the Cowboys defense have been kind of, getting their act together. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so I say he's a bus, boom, bus, boom for the next four weeks.
0: So it sounds like you're, what you do in the bathroom? Pretty much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, 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 wait, uh, well, okay. I'm like, gonna get into that one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, dude, that's, that's it. Uh, Bob, what do you, what do you got?
2: Okay, so my boomer bust. Uh, let's just keep the positive vibes fucking flowing this week. So I'm going to boom as well. And I'm going Salvon Ahmed, if I'm saying that correctly, the new Miami running back. And the reason I think he's a boom is because Gaskin's on IR. Matt Breda is on IR. They just released Jordan Howard. Yeah. So he's automatically moved up in the depth chart. And he killed it last week. He had 85 yards, one touchdown for 21 attempts. And he had 76% of the carries for a rookie for his first game. So I think going forward, and whatever's in the water in Miami, by the way. So I'm going boom. Let's That's the nice what water down is, in Miami. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Melky, Mal- M- what do you <laughs> uh,
0: I'm going to disagree with you, actually. I know he had a great game. And I know the the running back depth is pretty thin at the moment, but it's Tua time, and Tua can just as well run as well as this man here. So, I mean, he's going to get some looks, obviously, but I feel like Tua is still coming into his own, and Tua is he's going to throw it more. He's just Tua is great in the red zone, and he doesn't hand it off uh, to his running backs too much, so. I feel like help is come probably on the way maybe this week is a boom, but overall he's going to be a bust, a giant one. So,
1: yeah. Uh, but I'm going to keep it on the positive side with you and go boom. Um, I would look for myself to pick him up, but uh, because I'm number one, not for uh, long. I will not get him <laughs> 100% because the, uh, the waiver wire goes from bottom to top and I'm up here and everybody else is down here. Yeah. So what, what
0: happened? What happened this, this past week?
1: That I'm still here and you're still
0: there here. But the, when so. you lose the tight end, I, 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 I might want you back for, for next week, Bob, just we're after tight end, Timmy just annihilates them. But anyways, continue.
1: Hey, like I said, I don't have <laughs> CMC, so. <laughs> um but yeah no I, I i like him i I was looking to pick him up but i I don't see anybody I could drop for him maybe AJ or not AJ Brown uh antonio Brown um but uh yeah uh he he's definitely a boom uh, i I see i i I like Melky's point too that uh Tula likes to run the ball too and uh I could see a L- Lamar Jackson effect down in Miami with uh, with a lot of running going to the quarterback. But um, for this week, he's a boom. So, okay. so fuck you, Melky. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to rain on
0: your parade. It's just
2: Yeah, you fucking did, bud.
0: So maybe you, okay, you want to rain. You are like just like your stupid fucking Eagles. All right. That was that was actually the highlight. Besides beating Gooby, that was the highlight of my fucking week.
1: <laughs> uh, that's what I was about to say. You know, raining on people's parade. Uh, Tooney bets, I won finally. A bold prediction: the Jets beat or the the, the uh, Giants beat the uh, Philadelphia Eagles over there. <laughs> and uh, how that how that feel?
2: No excuse for Doug Peterson anymore. Just such a <laughs> terrible play call. I'm so glad that he didn't hire a new coordinate, coordinator this year so he can fully take the fucking blame. This team is brutal. The only saving grace, the only saving grace we're not Dallas.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'll give you that. I feel like the NFC East is just a shitstorm. Like, everywhere else is nice and beautiful. Everybody, their top teams are positive numbers. And then you hit the NFC East, and it's like fucking a hurricane mixed with fucking uh, volcano exploding. Like, it's just a fucking terrible place to be uh, if, if you're in the NFC East. It's diarrhea besides City. our Super
2: Bowl. Besides our Super Bowl trophy, it's all shit. Yeah. And we got
1: five, so
2: it's
0: diarrhea City. can see it. It's diarrhea city in the NFC East. And we just have to accept it. It's going to be like that for the entire year.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, tuning, <laughs> bets boys. Um, I'm going with my bold predictions as per usual. Uh, we said this way earlier in the podcast, like near the intro. Uh, I'm picking the Jags over the Steelers. That's uh <laughs> that's my bold prediction. The Steelers aren't going to go undefeated. And they're going to lose to the Jaguars and everybody's going to laugh. I'm going to send our buddy Alan a message going, what the fuck just happened? And uh, yeah. Uh, milky Melky
0: Well, it's not as stupid as yours, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> it can't possibly be.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to go with my shirt thing as always. Um, I'm going to go with the chargers over the jets and for Multitude of reasons, but just basically, just because you have a bye week doesn't mean you're going to improve. You're still the Jets. You still stink. Herbert all day. I can't wait for all those fantasy points.
1: And ba, we got a live version of Toonie Bet from Bob. By the way, yeah, finally, uh, the creator so in honor
2: of you guys. Yeah, so in honor of you guys and letting me back on the guest spot, and for the first time ever, I'm choosing a Dallas game for a toonie bet. It's Minnesota versus Dallas. And actually, surprisingly, no, fuck it. I'm choosing Minnesota. There's (laughs) no possible way I can choose Dallas. Two and seven Dallas will become two and eight Dallas. You guys will look back on fond memories of a bye week. That's it. And I I could chirp you guys for a couple more minutes if you want, but really all that needs to be said is Dallas is fucking losing to Thielen and the Vikings. So, hey, Thielen points, Minnesota points. There will be some positive out of it. There's some good.
1: That's what I'm hoping for.
2: Otherwise, it's just Dallas. And, I mean, that googly-eyed Jerry Jones needs to change that team quick. So that's my pick.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, see. It sounds like
0: a bitter Eagles fan who uh... – you know, who's in uh, first?
2: Yeah, who's yeah?
0: Surprisingly first, but not for long, though. Not for long. <laughs>
2: yeah. Who the fuck's gonna win this okay.
0: division <laughs> I don't know, man. The we No are. name seem to be the up and coming up and comers. So uh,
2: yeah, we're gonna win it and then just get our ass absolutely handed to us in the wild card. So that's <laughs> every but everybody from that division is. We all stink. Like, come on now.
1: You okay. know what? Sorry, Malkey. You know what? It's like that. Uh, I know you guys probably don't watch a lot of soccer, but it's like that Leicester City bet when that guy put out like a hundred dollars or whatever and won like a hundred thousand dollars because it's like, imagine if an NFC East team won the Super Bowl this year. It could happen. It is twenty. It is twenty twenty. Okay, anything can happen. Tell it's only happening if
0: every other team gets corona and or <laughs> COVID, and they're the one team standing left by Super Bowl weekend, so they win by default. It's not fucking happening.
2: That's
0: funny. But guys, this is probably one of my favorite pods uh, episodes because I be Gooby and the Eagles lost, so best of both worlds. Gooby, do you have anything you'd like to add before we
1: go? Yeah. Uh, probably going to catch me not watching football again this weekend and playing a shit ton of PlayStation five. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if I want to watch the Cowboys again cause they suck, but uh, no, it's great. It's great having Ba on here and uh, you know, doing this podcast with you guys. It's always fun. Uh, Bob, you got anything to say?
2: I hope your dream Gooby comes true of playing to lose this week. Since you have the winner's mentality. <laughs> but, but enjoy that PlayStation five. I'm super jelly. I won't be getting that for a while, but I always love coming on. And even if it's just leaving you guys a quick message for Toonie bets, I always love being a part of this show. So thanks for having me on.
0: No, you're one of us, man. This is a um, family or- oriented one
1: of us, one oh. of us,
0: one of us. <laughs> no, no, it's always a pleasure having you. And just like, it's a pleasure telling Gooby how my ass tastes and how your, um, <laughs> Because the fattest part of Daniel Jones's ass with that thirty-six-yard touchdown run. (laughs) Just saying, boys. So on that. So on that, if variety is the spice of life, marriage. Marriage is the big can of leftover spam. Keep your distance, people. Corona is real.
2: Fuck Dallas.
1: (laughs) Fuck Philly. (laughs)
2: fuck the NFC East no stop recording you you gotta stop recording when I (laughs)